I'm Kristen. And I'm Serena. And this is Oi with the Coffee Already. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 23, where we talk about Bird Box. Yes. Such a good movie. Mm -hmm. It is good. I forgot I how good it was. Mm-hmm. I'd seen it once and then I, you know, rewatched it for this and I was like, damn, I forgot how good this was. Right? <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I rewatched I it. I love it. I think it's good. I, that, But I am a huge Sandra Bullock fan, so. Who uh. isn't? She <laughs> is a national treasure. Right? She's amazing. <laughs> I love her. I love her too. <laughs> I've loved her since before I even knew that's who she was. Like, <laughs> right. I used to watch, like, her 90s movies, and I was like, God, she's, I don't even know who this person is, because, like, I didn't pay attention. Uh, right. You know, don't pre, like, IMDb that. and all that. Right, yeah. exactly. So, yeah, I love God, her. God, she's been in, like, all the movies, too. I love her. I know. Her. Anyways. She's incredible. Yeah. So Yeah, I really like this one, Um, but we'll go more into it, like, why I like it. But anyways. Okay. Well, Do this was released. <laughs> all right, it was released in 2018. It was directed by Suzanne Beer, and she also directed In a Better World, After the Wedding, and Love Is All You Need. Um, I didn't really recognize anything else she had directed, and those were what she's known for. So I was cool. like, okay, well, I'm sure somebody's <laughs> heard of them. Um, sure. This was also written. The screenplay was written by Eric Hessier. Okay. He also wrote Arrival, Hours, and Bloodshot, among several others that are kind of the same vein. Mm-hmm. Um, when I saw he did Arrival, I was like, oh, I see it now. So, <laughs> Which is also really good. Have you seen that one? That one's No, good. I think I've seen Hours, though. Oh, okay. Um, I think that's I also saw Bloodshot, Paul too. Walker. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, anyways, I think that's the um, one that I'm thinking of. This anyways. is based on a novel by Josh Mallerman by the same name. So it, uh, the novel came out in 2014. Oh, I didn't know it was based off of a book. I didn't either. I feel like a lot of things we we end up right. Are books. <laughs> Seems like a common theme with uh, Netflix. They take books it does, and, which is fine. I mean, for the most part, they do a really good job. Like when they execute them, so far from what I've seen, because you have the Queen's or the Queen's Gambit, which was also mm-hmm. a book, and they right. did phenomenal with that one. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I think what it is is because Netflix is not constrained by like nobody wants to sit in a movie theater longer than three hours gruel. Mm-hmm. Like because they don't have that, they can they've got room to move. They're not right. required to make it a five series thing. They can True. be like, oh this is a limited series. We're only doing this many episodes. Or True. Um or like was it the Irishman is like three uh-huh. and a half hours long or something. Right. Which, by the way I I did watch that. By the way, yeah. So, yeah. I didn't watch The Irishman. I watched The Highwaymen, which was amazing. Oh, that one was also. good too. I did watch that so one. Good. Anyways. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> um, so, the cast on the show, or this movie, is uh, obviously Sandra Bullock. She plays Mallory. Uh, Sandra is also in Miss Congeniality, The Blind Side, The Proposal, While You Were Sleeping, Speed, and Two Weeks Notice, among so many oh, others. So Those are some of my personal favorites. <laughs> so, um, and then uh, Trevante Rhodes played Tom, and he's also in Midnight, The Predator, and Twelve Strong. So handsome. Sorry. <laughs> he is. He's super handsome. <laughs> um, <Yes>. John Malkovich <laughs> plays Douglas. He's also in Red, being John Malkovich, and Space Force, among several others. 
Um, I've been rewatching Modern Family, and he uh-huh. popped up there as Jay Pritchett's uh, brother, and I was oh like, my "Oh my god. god, I just watched him in Bird Box." <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, so it's really funny. I'm always so torn about John Malkovich. Like, I think he's a great actor, but I always kind of feel like he just—he's kind of an asshole. Like, right? I just, no, I, I feel know. like that all the time around. It. I was like, "God, you're just an asshole." Especially, but, like, especially his character, like in this movie, where yeah. he does kind of play an asshole, and you're like, "Wow!" Like, I feel like I think that's he plays you. the asshole so well. You're just kind of like, maybe it's just who he is. I don't I know, know. and I'm sure he's probably and... the nicest guy because usually the ones that play like the meanest ones are usually the nicest people. Um, in theory, let's in hope theory. that's the right theory. I yeah, hope so. so. From what I've so read too. about certain other people who play like really mean characters, mm. um, but obviously you have your few where it's like, nope, that's right. just who you are. Just <laughs> who they are. <laughs> um, Sarah Paulson plays Jessica, and I know she's one of your favorites. She's yes. in Twelve Years a Slave, Ratched, and Mud. Um, Danielle McDonald played Olympia. She's also in Dumplin', Unbelievable, and Lady Bird. And there are other people in the cast, but I just wanted to talk about the two kids. Vivian mm-hmm. Lyra Blair plays girl, and Julian Edwards plays boy. Yeah. Um, so there is a few more people in the cast, but honestly, they don't really last very long. So no. Like, I was like, I could, I could put everybody who was in the house at one point, but I was like, uh, we can. That's a lot of people. There's yeah. a lot of people a lot of people i will so. say one of the ones that was in the house was um and i just i love him because i love the movie he was the guy from jurassic park the scientist um yes. oh my gosh i'm totally blinking on his name I anyways know talking about. you said he's a, you know yeah um because yeah. he he's the owner of the house yeah he's the owner of the house and i mean he db wong yes there you go he plays um, greg yeah yes um i love him i I don't know, partly just because I like him in Jaffrey Park. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently he plays Shang in Mulan, the new... Really? Oh, he does the voice. No, oh. he does the voice in the animated movie. Sorry, it took me a while. I read oh, the okay. year on it. I was like, oh, oh, that's who that is. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, so, for those who have been living under a rock and have not seen this movie or seen the preview <laughs> or heard about this movie because it didn't make quite the splash when it came out. Yeah, it did. Um, there is some sort of apocalypse that happens that people see something mm-hmm. and it causes them to kill themselves. Mm-hmm. And so people have to walk through, you know, like when you leave a house, you got to be blindfolded. You got to keep the windows covered at all times. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about you, but this time when I watched it, I was like, oh my God, it feels like quarantine. <laughs> oh my gosh. It does. It totally like, did. Cause again, this like was this. right. <laughs> This was, gosh, did I? No, I watched it when it first came out. And so, Same. 2018. So. Yeah. But holy moly, the first time I watched it, okay, I watched it by myself, Um, just because my husband, uh, he travels for work and stuff, so he's not always home, and I don't, I don't have the patience to wait for him sometimes when it comes no to, like, certain here. things. There's plenty of things I watch without my husband, because... So. He won't watch TV like I watch TV. Like, exactly. There's that too. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, so anyway, so this was one of the movies that I was like, nope, I, I need to watch it because I was hearing so much about it. And um, so I decided to watch it by myself. And honestly, I remember, and it was weird because um, I was kind of like, like in real time 
sharing with on Facebook like how I was feeling as I was watching this movie. <laughs> and there was a moment where I really had to pause it because it was so panic inducing in certain parts where I was like, I just I can't. Like I'm Yeah. I can't with this right now. <laughs> um watching it like second and third time is a little bit easier uh because you obviously know like what's going on what's happening and stuff like that but mm-hmm. um that first initial watch was pretty intense and it was good it um i think a lot of it i mean a lot of it has to do with sandra bullock herself and the way that she and, and how well she is an actress <laughs> and you For feel sure her panic you feel her like the intensity that just comes from it because it's so intense and Mm -hmm. I can't imagine losing like because as you were saying earlier there's like this entity this thing that is around and if you look at it or if you look at somebody else um it just consumes you and yeah it causes you to kill yourself in horrific ways (laughs) yeah and Um, like and you I mean, it opens up and Sandra's, you know, or her character Mallory. Mallory's mm-hmm. an artist and she's in her own little place and she's pregnant. Like, right. what, like seven, eight months? Oh, like yeah. Like, super yeah. close. Yeah. Soon. She's close. Like, <laughs> she's... technically, she's probably at what they call, like, full term, even though yes. she's got weeks left. And right. her sister shows up and she's like, uh, you know, you have your appointment and all this. You know, and you can tell that, like, Mallory just kind of lives as, like, an introvert. Like, she's mm-hmm. just an introverted artist. She doesn't really care about people. She doesn't pay attention to the news. Like, mm-hmm. she's just more interested in everything else. And even still, like, this baby, she like hasn't really accepted connected with it connected with it and like like and i'm sure that happens like although know, it's, it's i love the moment when because they are in the hospital she's going in for a sonogram you know they're doing just checking mm-hmm. everything making sure everything's good and i can't she calls it something she calls her baby something and the doctor kind of looks at her and was like um you're due in like a month so right. maybe maybe we should call it a baby right like, <laughs> and and so, it's just kind of funny it is and like you can tell like whoever the father is he's not around at all like right. it's not even really determined whether he knows or not and it doesn't really matter right you know and so she's got her sister there who's been helping her is basically like her her support person mm-hmm. and um meanwhile they're talking about this thing that's come across like in europe that's mm-hmm. killing people and she's like well if it's not here like who the hell cares like right. it's over there not here and well as they're leaving the like this movie like starts off like right from the start like it oh, just throws yeah. you in yeah and so like which actually is very reminding me of world war z have you ever seen that one <gasps> i have With, not uh, brad Pitt. oh my god you need to watch it I don't, yeah. you seriously watch it this week for me, please. Okay. Because, like, it is so <laughs> good. Okay. And so it just kind of, like, immediately throws you into the situation. And mm-hmm. so she's, like, as she's leaving the doctor's office, people are already starting to, like, lose it. Yeah. And so, like, she hasn't even left the hospital. And, like, Mm-mm. basically the world is just falling apart at this point. And so she, <laughs> very her sister um, ends similar. up crashing the car on purpose. What'd yes. I would say very similar to kind of, like, how I felt last year right with everything and so like, yeah so her sister crashes the car on purpose and then yes. she's crawling out of the car and um she's still ends up pregnant like i mean still she's pregnant. pregnant yeah so her sister massively like flips the car 
Um, You know, because again, she's driving. And because I was watching this again with Travis and um, he was like not understanding why his sister or why her sister like, you know, saw it and, you know, decided to do what she did. And but I was talking to him and they said, well, you know, I go, Mallory at that time, she was looking for something in the back seat. So they were both sitting right. in the front seat, but she was looking for something in the back seat. And mm-hmm. so she wasn't looking like forward the way her sister was because obviously right. her sister was driving. Um, so whatever it was that came out is what took over her sister. So Mallory didn't see it and didn't right. have it like overtake her. Um, but holy moly, that whole moment was, oh my God, I'm sorry, but it's, I just have to talk about that moment because it's that- so anxiety inducing. Oh like, it's so anxiety because, because like, she tries like, to keep her sister- well, she tries to keep her sister from going into oncoming traffic because her sister right. wants to go into oncoming traffic. She just, that is just where that thing is taking her, you know? Yeah. And she, there's just this whole panic of of Mallory just freaking out and telling her, like, stop, like, what are you doing? Like, don't do this. And, you mm-hmm. know, and oh my God, you just feel her panic and you're like, what are you doing? I know. I know. <laughs> and and yeah. I, think, I think the extra, like, icy on the cake is Mallory's pregnant yes like visibly pregnant not yep. like oh look at me I just got just found out, found out. You know, no. not even showing no. she's got she's a belly visibly <laughs> pregnant and her sister's gonna smash the car up with her yes. like with her in there and so like this whole thing she ends up in this house uh Mallory survives the crash crawls out and even her sister does and then her sister steps in front of a moving bus oh and my so, god yeah I know and so <laughs> then um because she so watches her sister die. <laughs> yeah, and like she can't even process it. Like all she can Mm-mm. do is just get inside this house. And mm-hmm. so anyways, Well, she doesn't even like, go. Somebody no, uh, Tom Tom her. gets her. He gets her and picks her up because Which was Well, after... actually no, it wasn't Tom. It was Douglas's wife, wife. girlfriend or yeah, something. She, yeah. It was his wife and he's like, "Oh, she's like, we got to help her. She's pregnant." And he's like, "No, get in the house." Get in right. the house. And then his wife ends up seeing it and she dies. Yes. And so, um, and then Awkward. Tom grabs Mallory <laughs> and pulls her into the house. Mm-hmm. And so like Douglas already like hates Mallory because right. like his wife went after her to try to save and her and to try she and died. Save her and then she ends up dying. And so yeah. like you get some of Douglas's like attitude. Like you you get it. Right. Like, but you know, he's still kind of an asshole throughout the whole thing. Just not even he to is. her, to everybody else. Like he is, just, and like that's I have who to he say, is. So like this, the first time I watched it, I was like, God, this guy's such a dick. And then mm-hmm. like the second time I watched it, I was like, Okay, he's still a dick, but right. I kind of get it. Like <laughs> right, he kind of understand. Second time, he wasn't wrong. Like right. he probably should have listened to him. Like yeah, right. he's not a nice guy, but like. He really does try to, he's like, okay, look, I'm kind of a dick, but I've got all these people in the house now. These people are okay. Let's keep right. these people okay. Right. And like, so I kind of understand and get it. Uh-huh. But yeah. But still, it's like, uh, still. He, he lacks tact and he doesn't care he does. that he lacks, <laughs> he lacks it. <laughs> and he really likes his booze. Yes, he does. <laughs> so, <laughs> and um, his shotgun. <laughs> yeah. So basically like. People like this movie like even starts out you actually see it more in the future like you see the future like five mm-hmm. years prior to everything happening mm-hmm. and it's Mallory talking to these two little kids and she's like incredibly intense and she's oh, just like gosh, yes. oh it's so sc- like okay look I am not a kid person okay I'm just not I'm 
I, mm-hmm. I'm just not. It's not who I am. I've babysat as a teenager before. It's about as far as I've gone. And so, yeah. like, but like the way she talks to these kids, even I'm like, oh my god, you can't talk to kids like that. I know. <laughs> it's like, so. She's like, <sighs> she's like, you have to keep your eyes closed, or I will hurt you. Like, I yes. Was like, if you don't you will die you know and there's she's just straight up straight up and it's like these kids are so they're so little they're tiny you know and five-year-olds they don't even have names she calls them boy and girl yeah (laughs) and you get it like as you watch the movie you understand like why because it's Mm -hmm. filled with such uncertainty and i'm sure even before the world was going to shit, she was still uncertain about her kid. You know, she wasn't Well, like, even... she even had the pamphlet about putting your kid up for adoption. Exactly. And she was kind of reading through it, and you can tell, like, it was an idea she was mulling. Like, maybe I right. can't do this. And right. maybe finding someone who can be emotionally available for a child would be better for my kid. Exactly. You know. And so, yeah, so she was already kind of having that moment even prior, prior to all of this. So yeah. it's not completely surprising in the way that she and and how she has very little connection um Mm -hmm. you know but still you're kind of like wow like you can't be that mean but then at the same time when you realize the severity of the situation you're kind of like yeah kids generally don't listen so sometimes you do have to get a little mean to be like well mean and then scary yeah mean and scary because this is this is life and death literally so yeah yeah it's but yeah when she was talking to them it was it was it was intense even at one point um my oldest who's 15 he came and he was watching it with us and he was like wow like that was pretty intense (laughs) and i was like yeah that was (laughs) i know so it kind of does um the story does kind of these flash forwards and flashbacks mm-hmm. kind of so you see like the start of everything and then you see how it is now kind mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. and so during her time in the house another woman had come up to the house who wasn't part of the initial group and they let her in and she was pregnant about mm-hmm. the same time like she's about as far as long as Mallory mm-hmm. and um, so and like and she's just like this sweet, happy person who's like perpetually positive. <laughs> like she's good. She's like, bugsy. yeah, I think I'm gonna have a girl. And she's like, all the names she has for the girl are Disney yes. princess names. Yep. <laughs> like, she's so, like Mallory's like can't relate. She cannot Sorry. relate at all. Like none of this. <laughs> she's like, but and, the thing uh, is though is that she's really nice to her. She understands she that is. while it may not be her thing, and this lady is very maternal um right you know she is like cool like that's your thing that's good like i'm glad you have you know and because she helps her because you know because again douglas comes into play again because he's trying to keep everybody else who is currently in the house safe and that means not bringing in outsiders um Mm -hmm. if you don't have to you know and um because you don't know who is sane and who is not at that moment right. because they don't understand. This, <laughs> right. And before this, um, they like they're still a 
piece of the puzzle that they don't know about, which they don't find out until they go grocery shopping. Right. But, um, you know, they don't know who has good intentions, who has bad intentions. Maybe it's maybe she's a decoy that's going to come in and mm-hmm. then other people are going to come in the house and then toss them outside and take over the house. Like, mm-hmm. you just don't know. They don't know what's going to happen. And they, they don't know exactly how this thing works either right. because again they they figure out that it's not even like you cannot like cameras it works through cameras that it was works so through... sad oh my gosh yeah like he was like yeah so it's the guy who owns the house he's like i think he's like this whole place has cameras and everything like mm-hmm. we can see all around you know maybe we can see them through the camera and it's okay and right. like Douglas is like, no, this is stupid. It's a stupid right. fucking idea. Like, like don't he's do like, it. we shouldn't even be doing this. And like, mm-hmm. you know, so but they go ahead and do it. And the guy has himself. He ties himself to the ch- or he has somebody tie him to the chair. Yeah. And then he's looking, and he, that's when you find out that you they can affect you even through it's a screen. Camera. Yeah. And, um, you know, it was really terrible. heartbreaking because then yeah, and then they're like, well, they get later to a point where they have to go get supplies. I thought this was so clever. I mm-hmm. thought it was just like. It's one of my favorite scenes. Uh-huh. And what they do, so there's quite a few people at this house. And so uh, what they decide to do with the SUV is they blacken all the windows. Mm-hmm. So they blacken everything so they cannot see in, they cannot see out. Like, right. they can't see anything. And they use the GPS and then the um, sensors mm-hmm. on the car, to like the curb sensors, to let you yep. know if you're near something in order to drive to the grocery store. Yeah. And so, like... That was really smart. It was. It is is really smart. (laughs) And yeah, I mean, yeah, because I mean, how else are you going to do this? Because like the other thing is, is yeah, they figure out that basically that you're going, you're going into this blind, literally. Right. You you have to be blind. You have to be blind. You cannot see. So you have to rely on all your other senses, everything else, you know, your, Mm -hmm. your hearing, your touch, like all of that is going to be super heightened when, you know, you, like, blindfold yourself. Because that's the right. only way that you're going to be able to. But at the same time, just because you blindfold yourself doesn't necessarily make it to where... Because this thing or whatever it is... Because they don't really ever explain exactly what it is. No. Um, but it can cause you to hear people you think you know. Uh, right. Like... So even if you are like calling blind, out to you, yeah, calling out to you, to, like telling you to lift your blindfold uh-huh. and take a walk, yeah, and, yeah. Oh god, no, thank you. <laughs> it's so and, like it's it's so good. And so like, anyways, but they find out the grocery store is that there are people who do see it and then survive. They don't mm-hmm. kill themselves, and they're generally the people who are clinically insane. Yeah, so they're already like clinically insane. Like these are like legit. Like uh-huh. schizophrenia, all that. Like they're right. clinically insane people. Yes. Um. And what they they kind of work almost as like I don't want to say like minions, but they almost kind of work that way mm-hmm. for these things where they try to encourage well, people to like look mm-hmm. and see the truth. And... Right. And I guess for them, it's kind of finally like now everybody can kind of see what we see like what is in like their brain what's normal for them because it doesn't affect them um Mm. you know where they don't have that 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 need to harm themselves you know because for them it's kind of like well i don't want to say normal but it's kind of 
it's normal for them and this is like their insanity right. that they deal with daily so it's kind yeah, of it's like sort of like they're in their insanity is now on the outside as opposed yes. to the inside yeah and so um you know they end up coming across somebody who you know who does and they end up taking somebody mm-hmm. and um anyways yeah so it's it's kind of one of those like they get to the grocery store and they come back with was it one or two people few less? One. I can't remember. One less. Yeah. And so then, but they also, Mallory notices um, there's these birds inside, yes. like these parakeets that are mm-hmm. inside the grocery store, which I'm not sure why they're in the grocery store. But I are. don't know either. I thought that too. Yeah. I was like, that's a really odd thing to have in a grocery store, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> and so, but the birds like can kind of detect these things. And right. And so they kind of work as an alarm system. Mm-hmm. And so she... You know, she brings the birds back with her. And, yes. Um, so, anyways, they which is kind of where the bird box thing kind of comes into play. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, anyways, they come back. But then, of course, they let somebody else into the house. Yeah. And where Olympia does. And they don't notice. They can't quite figure. They know that some people survive. But they don't know what to look for. Right. And they don't so, know why. Yeah. Because they don't understand why at the moment, why some people are okay and Mm -hmm. some people aren't. And unfortunately, with this person that, you know, Olympia let in, he's one of them. (laughs) Yeah. He is. And so he, uh, and meanwhile, Douglas is like, get him out of the house. Like, right. Douglas uh, is immediately like, no, something's off with this dude. Which, okay, yeah, like, he was right. Yeah. Yeah. And Uh, they actually, they end up, like, locking him in the garage because... No, no, they don't. The guy does. the guy does. The guy locks him in the garage, and then the guy actually takes um, the birdcage and puts the birds in (gasps) the freezer. freezer. And you're like, the birds! I know! I'm like, no! (laughs) Um, But, Mm -hmm. yeah. And then this is the point where um, Olivia goes into labor um, because yes. her and Mallory basically go into labor at the same time. At the basically. same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, so, and they, so, so they're busy. Like the other people in the house, Tom and the older lady yes. are all busy with her. Well, with between the both of them. Um, so they don't, nobody is paying attention to the guy downstairs except for Douglas, but he's locked in the garage. So there's not a right. whole lot he could do. Yeah, and he's like yelling and screaming. And- yeah. <laughs> nobody's paying attention to him. <laughs> Cause he's kind of an asshole. And yeah. Being an asshole. So and then like, nobody wants the to listen to him anymore. They really need to listen to him. And he's right. like, yeah. Yeah. And then, um, yeah. So then, and then it, it pans out to this guy. He brings out like a sketchbook or whatever. And, He's got all these dark drawings and creepy stuff of shit. monsters. Bunch yeah. Creepy shit. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. so that's your moment of like, okay, like oh, this shit. dude is not okay. Like he is not okay. <laughs> yeah, no. You know. Not even close. No. <laughs> not even a little bit. Because <laughs> then he starts um, downstairs where he starts opening up like the windows, mm-hmm. like tearing down because they have all the windows are covered like everything's covered uh you can't see outside anything like that and so they have like newspaper on the windows and just cupboards and so he starts taking those off and then right um 
yeah, he starts what making his way upstairs because he yeah, hears and the Tom babies. he knocks out Tom yeah. and like because like the babies are now born, so both babies are born, and then like now the shit's gonna hit the fan, and mm-hmm. so, um, so like earlier before Olympia had told Mallory, she's like, look, you're stronger than me. If something were to happen to me, I need you to take care of my baby. Like, you mm-hmm. need to be the one because you're stronger, you're a better person. And like, poor Mallory, she can't I even know. connect with her own baby. I and know. she's just like, I don't know if I can do this. And now <laughs> I have like, two? <laughs> right. She's like, I didn't even plan to have one. <laughs> Seriously. Um, so anyways, um, and then of course what ends up happening by the time it's all said and done, the only people left alive are the two babies mallory and tom mm-hmm. and so it's just the four of them yeah and now they've got to figure this out and so um you know years later they hear from somebody on a cb radio who says there's a safe place if you can get there the problem is you have to go down a river and you can't watch like you can't look right and it's you're going to be on the river for like two days yes and i was like oh my god and they like, suggested uh, like not doing that if you have children <laughs> right they said it's... it's basically impossible yeah yeah oh man. then of yeah. course yeah and then um so i think th- there was a moment though i want to talk about too because mm-hmm. i looked because i told serena about this moment yes um so mallory and tom are kind of just like talking getting to know each other and they find out they're kind of from the same area in california <laughs> and he's like oh maybe we knew each other back then and she laughs she goes yeah maybe i was your babysitter at one point okay. and so i looked online because like the guy who plays tom like he looks like i don't know like timeless like uh-huh. you know how like will smith looks like he doesn't age right right <laughs> tom kind of has that look like i was like oh he's mid-30s easy easy Easy. There is a 26-year difference between him and Sandra Bullock in real life, and Sandra Bullock is older than him, and he was born in 1990, which is the same year as my one of my brothers. <laughs> it's like, that oh my him, god, it's so weird. That puts him five years younger than us, which is Yeah, that's it. Like, weird. he just turned 30. Like, <laughs> before he did this movie, when he did this movie, he wasn't 30 yet. Exactly. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. Anyways. So uh, weird. I just same. Yeah. So, and then I did want to talk about too, because we didn't really mm-hmm. talk about the facts here. But so Sandra Bullock refused to put holes in her blindfold for the film, so she really uh-huh. was blindfolded when she walked, which um, caused her to actually run into the camera a couple of times <laughs> when she was, which it's is a little funny. funny, but like that's kind of awesome. Right. Right. And, yeah. And then yeah. Um, there was something else I wanted to talk about, and it was the bird box challenge. Uh, that kind of happened do you remember this like i started reading i was like i vaguely remember this i vaguely remember it but yeah it was very short-lived i think the tide pod eating thing was longer lived than this (laughs) um but it was basically you blindfold yourself and do things and wander around and of course inevitably people hurt themselves but one girl decided to take it to a whole new level in utah and she blindfolded herself while driving and drove into oncoming traffic Thankfully, there were no injuries. But, like, if that was your 17-year-old who decided to do that, like, what would your first reaction be? Like, you are not driving until you're 21. Like, I will make sure you don't drive until you're 21. Like, (laughs) that's it. You clearly, clearly this is too much responsibility for you. Seriously. Like, you're that dumb. (laughs) 
Like you're that is ridiculous. I know what I'll do when I'm driving. I'll I'll close my eyes. Yeah, that's a smart thing to do. (laughs) What? Like why? Some people people have a hard time driving even when they see. I can't even imagine and like being blindfolded. Oh my god. Anyway, that was the dumbest thing ever. Stupid challenge. Stupid. Like if that was my kid, I'd be like, "Mm, guess you're not driving. Ever. That's right. it. Well, you Look can live who's in cities where people drive bike. for you. That's what's going to happen right. now. Biking or walking, that is it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look what I found. Your bicycle. Yeah. <laughs> look. Yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous. Look, I even put a little bell on it. Ching, ching. <laughs> this, these are your wheels. Seriously. <laughs> you went from four to two. I hope you feel good about what you've done. Seriously. That is ridiculous. Yeah. but yeah it's just i had to talk i know so um but yeah so you see a lot of this like her going down the river on this like rickety ass boat the kids because something had happened and tom didn't make it eventually yeah yeah it was really sad it was a really uh, sad moment and that that is when you see mallory because tom was a little bit more I don't want to say like a dreamer, but kind of like a dreamer. She's very much a realist. Emotionally available. Like, yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, because by this time, these kids are, you know, five and six or, you know, around those like age. Five. Like yeah. five. Yeah. And so, yeah. And so, you know, like, obviously the last five years of their life has not been normal. By any means. <laughs> um, no, it's all about, about survival. Yeah, it's all survival at this point. And for her, that is a major thing. And it that that's her thing, you know, is she's very mm-hmm. much a realist of like, this is our world now. And we're not going to even pretend of anything else existed before this, you know? Right. Like, there's no playing with friends. There's no playing at a park. There's no, like, you can't do anything like that. So why why tell them you know it's basically what her because you know he tells them like a story and you know and it's basically just trying to instill some hope into them because right now everything feels kind of (laughs) hopeless you know and you know and he does have a point where you know he's like they're children like they have to have some type of hope like this can't be all that is here for him, them you know like this can't be it you know And, and for her she's kind of like no you're wrong you know, like, like this is it. This like, this is it. This, this is, as is good their as it's life, get. <laughs> right? And this is as good as it's gonna get. They, you know, we can't do anything for them. Like this is, but but help them survive, <laughs> right? You know, and I understand. Like I totally understand her point too, because yeah, at that point, it it is all about survival and just making it from point A to point B to point C. Just keep going, you know, right? And um, and so yeah, so and then there is a moment where she kind of does stop and say okay like maybe you know but then that that little bit of hope it's like gone because tom doesn't make it and so then for her now it's just all survival so she Mm -hmm. grabs these kids she takes them down to where their little like boat is at their little thing And, you know, and she is going to find that place that they heard on the radio. She is going to attempt going down this, this 
river with these two small children and their birds. <laughs> um, yeah, because they've got their two birds in the box. Mm-hmm. So as like a, their like warning system. Yeah. And so she, um, yeah, so she grabs them, she goes, and that's when she's, you know, basically instilling the fear of God into them. I know, Of right? that they, you these know. poor babies. Yeah, these poor babies. They cannot lift their, you know, their, their blindfold. They can't make any noise. They can't get up. They can't do anything or else they will die. And, right. you know, and again, I mean, she's not wrong because even, you know, the guy on the radio was like, if, uh, like, you can't make this with children. Like, you just can't. Yeah. You know, but that's the quickest and easiest, not easiest, but that's the quickest way to get to where they're at. Mm-hmm. And, and so they start out, you know, like in this bow and, you know, things are, I don't want to say kind of going well, but kind of going well until she hears somebody, you know. And right. Is, and oh, someone, God. they're asking her to like take off the blindfold. Yep. And she's like trying to hide the kids. And, oh my God. Yeah. yeah. That part is terrifying. I'm sorry. That oh, is, I know. One, you're in water and oh, right. <gasps> anything in water is scary. <laughs> well, then like... <laughs> They deal with the boat tipping at one point. Yes. And she's got to find the kids again kids. and like find the birds <sighs> and they lose stuff, you know, the, yeah. and they you lose know, supplies. She loses her gun because she has the gun. So she has what her like the machete basically is how she kills mm-hmm. this dude, you know, and oh my God, that moment is just intense. And then you realize that that's not even like the start of it like that it i mean that just started like <gasps> it it's just... day one this is day one and like... like maybe an hour or so in if even that and you're just I like think it's a little further sh- than that in yeah because then but they you have also, like, like yeah you have two full ass days on this river and you're like i can't even imagine thinking like what you're gonna encounter because you don't know what's coming up like you don't you Can't don't see. know. I've been river rafting. <laughs> Let me tell you how much you should be looking at what you have in front of you. You're right. <laughs> like, you need to be looking and paying attention because yeah. it's mother nature. Yeah. And she makes the decisions and the best you can do is stay alive. Like that's really how it goes down. Yeah. But and you so need to be to able that to see. To see. <laughs> so like, you don't just stick a boat in a river and hold on and hope for the best. Like It's not nope. a great plan. And so, um, yeah, it's just, it's so crazy. And, like, these kids, oh, yeah, but, like... At one point, they, they don't... make it... <laughs> yeah. But at one point, they don't listen. Uh, right. The little girl does get out, and even her... Not, not her brother, but I guess I call her Might as brother. well be her brother. <laughs> you know... There's no other way to describe him. Like, yeah. Basically, like, no, like, you need to stay in the boat and she doesn't listen uh because at one point yeah after the boat tips they lose ever they lose a lot of their stuff so mallory mm-hmm. has to find like they have no food they have nothing you know no blankets all their blankets you know are gone and so she basically needs to make like a stop somewhere to find something because you can't travel without some type of covering uh right you have to and although it's kind of it's kind of cute at one point because, you know, basically she's like, okay, everybody under the blankets, like time for like a little meeting, you know, like family yes. meeting where, under you the know, blanket. Yep. yeah. And then it's really sad because at one point, you know, she was, you know, it talks about how at one point is, 
where it gets really, really bad. Like, that's where yeah, the, it's rocks, the rapids. Yeah, the rapids and everything. And so she basically tells the kids, like, somebody has to look. Like, it can't be me because right. I have to steer. So somebody is going to have to look. And you're like, oh, my God god you're putting so much pressure on these poor children and how do you choose like you're literally it's like you're sitting there and you're like oh my god like and she you know and talk about sophie's choice seriously (laughs) and i think it's the little boy the little boy he's like oh look no no i'll 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 pick yeah little girl who said it and she's like i'll look and she's like no i'll pick i'll do it you know, and then or, you know, I'll just I decide not you. Right, right, yeah. And you're just like I don't know. For me, I was like, come on, Mallory, like have a freaking heart. Like seriously, you cannot, you cannot make these children look. And then eventually, she like she doesn't have yeah. either yeah, one of she them doesn't. look. She's like, no, um, we're not gonna do it that way. Yeah, we'll just have to hope for the best. Do it blind. Like, oh, <laughs> all right. Well, I guess I don't know if that's you know. much better either. But <laughs> but at least okay. I guess you got a better chance. So yeah. good luck. <laughs> Yeah, so that was an, a very intense moment. Um, yeah, this movie is just very, very intense. It's very fast-paced. Um, like, it is fast-paced, and then it's not at the same time. I feel like there are certain parts that... Um, it but ebbs it, and flows like the river they were on. Exactly. Because there's moments where you're like, okay, I can kind of breathe. And you're like, nope. Right. <laughs> nope. Nope. Too can't bad. <laughs> Gotta keep going. And... Yeah, and then they finally do make it down this this river, you know, and they all make it. They're all alive. Um, they still have their birds, so that's They do. Good. They still got their birds. Yeah. And, yeah, I, I, I honestly don't know what I was thinking they were going to find once they made it. Yeah, I don't know what, I don't know that I thought about what they were going to find. Mm-hmm. I think it, it does. It's one of those you're like, well, I don't know what they're going to find or, you know, right. is it another house? Is it just more people? Like, Because at one you know, point, what is it? doesn't she have like actual communication with the guy before Through the she radio. gets there? Yeah, yeah. So she and talks he's to... like, follow the birds and stuff. Right. Or follow the sound of the birds. Yeah. Because um, I think he's yeah. the one that does kind of warn her about the rapids um, yeah. and stuff. So... Like, that was all the knowledge that she had, though. Like, that was it. And you're just kind of like, okay, you're in this massive, like, forest area. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And you're literally walking blind. And you're supposed to find this place, (laughs) you know, like. Yeah. That's hard. (laughs) I can't. Oh, yeah. And, like, it's pretty vague. Like, the information's vague. And, like, what they're coming into is vague. And. Uh They warn against children, but, like, what choice does she have, you know? And it's, like, you know, all this information is just, like, okay, well, we don't have a lot to go off of, but what else are we going to do? Like, that's kind of the problem that they have. Like, okay, we don't have a lot of information, but I don't know what else we can possibly do at this point. Mm -hmm. Because you start to kind of see that, like, those people that it doesn't affect, like, they're starting to, like, kind of take over you know and they're starting to go through all the abandoned houses and things like that literally looking for people um Mm -hmm. you know and stuff so it's kind of like you can't stay in one spot forever or else they'll find you 
you know, yeah. so it's a constant life of having to move and change different places. So at this point, she's like, what's the point? I'm like, I'm moving anyways, you know, like, yeah, we're on the go anyway. So might as well try and go towards something that might resemble a little bit of hope. <laughs> you right. <know? laughs> and then there's the danger of are these people sane? Like, are they right? Are they right in the head or are they not mm-hmm. right in the head? Like, mm-hmm. you know, are we? Are we, what is it? Out of the fire into the fire pan, you know? Right. Out of the fire into the frying, frying pan. pan. Like, yep. yeah. Like, is that the situation we're going into? And so it's, you know, it is, it's a, it's a leap of faith is what yeah. it is. And um, I think where they ended up, I was like, oh, snap. I was like, didn't see that coming, but mm-hmm. neither did they. Just kidding. No, she ends up at a school for blind. Yes. Uh, for the blind. <laughs> and it was like, oh my gosh. And like, you know, they check. You know, and they're scared, and so they're keeping their blindfolds on, and everyone's checking their eyes to make mm-hmm. sure, like, they're okay and everything. And right. um, then they come in, and it's this big, huge, like, aviary, almost, yes. that they're in. Yeah. And there's all these people, and, like, kids, right. and families, and it's, like, it's pretty amazing. And then and God. doctor was I there. know. <laughs> I loved that. I loved I did too. that her doctor was there. I loved that she got to see her, you know, with her child and then somebody mm-hmm. else's child on top of that. <laughs> yeah, I know. And then, and this was kind of funny. It was kind of like, oh, like, you know. Yeah. And then yeah. it's really cute because, yeah, throughout the whole movie, she doesn't name the children, you know, either. Right. She doesn't name them until the very end. And then mm-hmm. that's when she gives them a name and yeah. you know because i think her her doctor asks i believe like what their names are and, yeah, stuff. and they're like boy girl and she's like <laughs> she's like come okay. on <laughs> i know she kind of gives her a look like is this, is this like, how we're doing this <laughs> right like you you can do better <laughs> you can do better yeah and then but, she does she does yeah. do better she does she names a little boy tom and the little girl's olympia after mm-hmm. her mom and after her you know, mom or her yeah yeah, because Olympia was um, her mom. She had the girl. Yeah, and then Olympia had the girl, and then she had yeah, the boy. Mallory had the boy. Yeah. So, but I okay. First of all, like I love that they found a place, and I love that you know it was a school for blind people. Right. But also, where is this place that's out in the middle? It seems like out in the middle of nowhere, you know, kind of. <laughs> Cause it it's... does. And so the only thing I know is that, so in Mallory and the children traverse the Smith River in Del Norte County, uh-huh. which is near the California-Oregon border. So uh-huh. like, okay, okay. the river they go down is in Northern California somewhere. Where they end up, I don't know, because mm-hmm. it's not very clear. Right. Um, I don't know, maybe in the book it's clear and we maybe we should read the book. Oh, so yeah. That's, that's true. But anyways, yeah. I was just like, okay, that seems really odd because it seems like that whole building is just, I mean, the building looks beautiful just because it's completely yeah. overtaken by nature with, you know, vines and everything like growing mm-hmm. on it. And it is this aviary, right? Aviary? Is that how you say it? Aviary. Yeah. yeah. And um, which is also really cool because then they come in and she, once she realizes that they're all safe, um, mm-hmm. You know, they let their birds go to be right to friends. be part of everything. Yeah. yeah, and you know, and I guess, and in a way, it's kind of like the story that Tom was telling the kids about 
the tree and was it like climbing the tree or something climbing the tree and seeing like birds and the kids Mm -hmm. playing and things like that and um yeah and so it was kind of like you know he was there with them well like not being there because there is a moment when they do finally get off the river and they're making their way over there she feels like or she hears him you know but she knows it's not him and right. and at one point she's they, trying to find the kids yeah because like, they get separated oh. and oh my god that's a whole mess right oh there my god. They're like, no. but she does give the kids like the little bicycle like bell thing and mm-hmm. that's what brings her back to them because they're just like i think it's the girl or the boy i can't remember which one but they, he they're just ringing the bell you know the little girl has the bell yeah and so and she's like telling her just keep, keep your blindfold on keep ringing the bell keep uh-huh. ringing the bell i'm coming to you and like yeah oh yeah That's it's intense. so intense it is really <laughs> intense i can't imagine i mean I think what makes it more intense is the fact that she's traveling with two small children. <laughs> right. It's intense on its own being like your own adult and taking care of yourself. But when you have two small children that need you and yeah, like they can't move as fast as you, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. holy moly. I know uh, being a parent myself to three kids, like I'm, oh my God, like, yeah, but there's still a big difference between traveling with yourself and traveling with people you have to take care of. Like, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <forget> it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I even, got other things I could be doing. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. I mean, it's hard. It's it, it's it's intense. It's crazy. I can't imagine going through that with children, let alone. I mean, I can't imagine going through that by myself, like having to do that by myself. But Yeah, but if you're by yourself, oh. you're like, okay, it's. You know, just me looking out for me right like i i know what to do and like the other thing too is you don't have to explain anything like you can just do the action you need to do right exactly in order to survive you don't need to worry about somebody else you don't need to worry about whether and especially they're, they're gonna do the wrong thing right or some, make a mistake and especially that with not children only causes, right well not only like a mistake that. <laughs> that causes them harm but it could cause everybody else harm exactly and they don't know that they don't understand right. that and yeah, so it's it is so much more intense when you realize that she has children that she's also like traveling with and going down this path and oh man, because even before when it's like them at the house and they don't mm-hmm. have the kids yet, you're still like freaking adults don't listen. Like what the hell? No, they don't. <laughs> you know? No, they do not. <laughs> so yeah, I mean. <laughs> Um, I felt like her kids listened a lot better than some of the adults in that house. Well, when you threaten small children with <laughs> physical harm, it, it kind yeah. of does. Yeah. Not yeah. that I would advocate that because I. No, I, definitely you know, not. But, but uh, at the same time, that's just how intense. Like, And that just, I don't know, makes it that much more real when you're like, holy moly, like you are. Like, she's not You're kidding. You're scaring me. I will listen to you. I'll listen. Whatever you want me to do, I'm there. I will I'm... do it. <laughs> I'll do it. Yeah. You don't have to yell. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to threaten me. Just kidding. I know. But, no, it's a really good movie. If you guys, if you haven't had a chance to watch it, I we highly recommend it. There's a lot of, there's a lot more to it. There's a lot of things that we didn't talk about. Um, yeah. But. And it does feel a little like current life in a weird way it does like i kind of felt that way i was like oh it's kind of like 
yeah. our life, but with it face just, masks. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like, well, <laughs> I can see. I just can't smell. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Do you know how hard it is to go to Bath and Body Works and try and buy new soap and you can't freaking smell anything? Right? And then they, like, oh, yeah, we were in there the other day, actually, and the lady, because I... I really wanted to smell. There was one scent that I really, really wanted to smell because it was brand new and I wasn't sure if I was going to like it and I wasn't going to buy it if I didn't like it. So I tried smelling through my mask and I just briefly like lifted it up just to smell. I didn't take it off. I just lifted it up and she, yeah, she came up to me, which I totally get it. I understand. And I was like, you know, apologize. It's like, yes, I know. I'm sorry, but it's really hard sorry, to. How the hell else am I supposed to purchase your product? Everything's based on scent. I know. Like, quit smelling, quit selling smelly shit, and then I wouldn't have to worry about it. Yeah. Right? I know. I was there like a couple months ago, too. Same thing. And I was like, oh, they got all these new scents, and I have no idea how I'm going to decide whether I like <laughs> it or not. Right. And, anyways. But, yes. Yeah. It did kind of have a weird sort of like. I think the other thing, too, was everyone trapped inside. Yeah. And I was that like, was oh, thing. I don't. It's so uncomfortable right now. <laughs> in the house, when they're all trapped inside the house. Yes. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, at least I'm trapped with people I know. I don't know right? how well I do with people I don't know. <laughs> no, thank no, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> no thanks. No thanks. <laughs> so, yeah, I definitely understand that part. Um, especially when, like, in the very beginning when they're all in the house together. Because you're like, God, yeah. I <laughs> don't like it. <laughs> I don't want it anymore. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> so, yeah. That's I think the movie. <laughs> I talked about everything I wanted to talk about. I don't know about you. Yeah, I pretty much hit on all the spots that I wanted to hit on. Awesome. So. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed this. Um, we're really excited. Obviously, we are starting um, a new month coming up here. And yes. so we figured we'd tell you guys what we have coming up for that. Uh, so for May, we're doing sort of like, because Memorial Weekend's in May. So mm-hmm. we decided we're going to do Military Movie Month. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we are starting the month off first with 1917, and then we're going to watch 13 yes. Hours, mm-hmm. followed by Black Hawk Down, and then Saving Private Ryan. Uh, Yay! Which, by the way, uh, just so everybody knows, as of... Um, the month of April, Saving Private Ryan is on Netflix right now. Uh, oh, cool. So, yeah, I noticed that. So I was like, oh, I gotta watch it. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, so it is up there on Netflix currently in April. I don't know how long it's gonna be on there. Usually Netflix does a pretty good job of keeping things on there for a couple months. Yes. Um, for a little while. So just keep, so if you want to watch it, I would watch it now. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and don't wait. So, no. and I've not seen Saving Private Ryan. So, Really? Never? Really. I really have not <gasps> wow. seen it. Wow. I, I think I've seen it. I've seen it maybe twice. But wow, I didn't realize that you had never seen yeah. it. And 1917 was the last, um, like, like, new release I had seen in theaters because they all shut down. Yeah, I had seen that one. And, oh, no, I didn't see that one in I did see that one in theater. Sorry. Because it was We between... saw IMAX and it was like, we all walked out of there and we all felt like we needed a nap because it's oh, very intense. I it's love it. It's one of my favorites. One of my favorite, um, like, 
horror movies, if you will. Yeah. It's, it's, oh my god, I have so much information about that movie. Uh, oh, good. Anyways. <laughs> so, next, I like I said, next it. week we're starting a whole new month, yeah. uh, military, uh, military movie, May. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really excited. I am so I'm excited for, for May. So, and I can't believe we're already at May. Like, I that's know. freaking bananas. So Weird. Almost. Almost um, half. Oh, my God. That, that's just Don't talk like, about it. I know. Okay. Anyways. So, <laughs> <laughs> we're all, all right. just shuffling off to our, our graves. I just I don't know. even know how to. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> um, so, anyways, we hope you guys enjoyed this week uh, as we talked about Bird Box. And we hope you enjoyed our Netflix April our netflix april because we had a good time doing it and uh, netflix puts out a lot of good content they really do um and they do a nice big spectrum of things across the board they do i will say yeah they do a lot of a lot of different things where it's not all the same which is nice they're they're definitely not afraid to take a chance on things and i really Mm -hmm. like that i like that they're able to do that and they're willing to give things a try, you know, whether right. it work or not. And, right. you know, and I think a lot of studios don't do that anymore. I think now they're too afraid to break the mold or try something different. Mm-hmm. They want to fit in and make sure, like, whatever it is they're doing must make money. Right. And so if they don't think it's going to make money, it gets scrapped. And then Netflix kind of right. comes in and goes, no, we can, we can. We can make this work. <laughs> we can mold this so it will make money. Like. Mm-hmm. This is this is a great script, and they tried selling it as a movie, but we think it'd be better as a like a limited series, series or right. something like that. And uh, mm-hmm. I really, you know, I appreciate Netflix for doing that and commend them on that. Definitely, so, for sure. Yeah, and I, enjoy I think it. that that about wraps us up. Um, you can mm-hmm. always catch us on Instagram at Oi with the Coffee Already, also on Facebook with the same name. Our website is thecaffeinatedbesties.com, and if you ever have a suggestion. Uh, go ahead and send us an email at thecaffeinatedbesties at gmail.com. And Serena, where can people listen to us? Yeah, so you can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, um, iTunes, Amazon Podcast, and Google Podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So we hope you guys enjoyed this. Enjoy the rest of your week. And yep. we will catch you guys next week for 1917. Woohoo. Bye. Awesome. Bye.